You sound I can't great. believe all my shit's working after that power outage. Dude, I think I, I pinched didn't count my nerve. chickens before my my eggs before my chickens my eggs my hit. Bam, we're live. Brain dead but alive. I apologize for the delay. Without electricity, electricity without electricity without electricity, I am nothing. <laughs> we all are. I have nothing. I didn't even check to see if my internet was working before I did this. I guess it is working. As soon as the power <laughs> came back on, I'm like, who's up? <laughs> I apologize to uh, Tommy Hackenbrook and uh, the Brook Entz legends. Uh, and um, I don't use that word lightly. Uh, and, and I apologize for having to reschedule with them. Uh, hopefully, uh, we get to do uh, Trista Smith, a games team competitor who took her level one. I'm pumped to talk to her and find out about uh, her level one experience. Uh, some good news. Uh, quick update. Uh, Rumble is now, from Rumble, you can now make comments that will pop up and we can see them in the side. So very soon, very soon, uh, we'll be getting reintegrated with Rumble again. Uh, Beats Cake, Sevon, you are 26,200 followers. You should run a marathon tomorrow as it's 26,000. <laughs> oh, 26.2. Oh, okay. I kind of like that. I'm going to be happy if I wake up tomorrow. <laughs> I did a uh, 100 thrusters today. I did 20 oh. cows on the assault bike, 10 thrusters with uh, 25-pound dumbbells, 10 of them, for 10 rounds. Just just to, like, dust off the old, get some thrusters in. Because the Open's coming. Mm-hmm. It is. Because the how Open's those, coming. How those quads feeling on that workout? Hey, okay, okay. I do a lot of, uh, I do a, little, a lot of just squatting, light mm. squatting, light, light squatting. It was, it was like 25-pound dumbbells, nothing. Um, uh, so this is the Dave Castro, the review of the Dave Castro week in review. But before I uh, go there, I want to show you guys something. You guys know what this is? I knew what it was right away. Oh, you did? How did you know? Because of Grace. Oh. Uh, let me see. Um, hold on. Sorry, that was Joe Biden. Uh, what would I type in? Britney Spears? Taylor Swift? Uh, Taylor Swift, Eras tour, dude. You uh, know that you know that she rolled into economies and just fucking created billions of dollars worth of <laughs> Taylor Swift Eras cities. Uh, tour. And then I go to images. Yeah. I oh, they... okay. I see. I see it in Wikipedia. I say this with with uh, peace and love. Without the Sevon podcast. Coffee Pods and Wads, Hiller Fit, The Heat One App, people like that, uh, Shut Up and Scribble. Uh, this company, Forward Facing, would be the most retarded company on planet Earth. <laughs> Not only is Taylor Swift fucking an absolute fucking lowest common denominator shitbird, loser of the highest order. I say this with all humility. But it's just such, such low IQ garbage that this brand should not be affiliated with. This shows that this brand, this brand reminds me of uh, like some shitty fucking, sometimes this brand reminds me of some shitty fucking uh, um, fish tank net that you scoop, that you've had around forever with just shit hanging off it. And you're like, you're trying to scrape dead fish off the bottom. That's what like, this is like begging for attention. Like who the fuck you... You used to have Greg Glassman at your helm, and now you have 22-year-old girls doing forward-facing shit that's copying Taylor Swift. 
Are you the most brand diminishing morons ever? And your your engagement on social media is so bad. Your your engagement period across all platforms is so fucking bad. Your YouTube, your Instagram, your scratch and sniff, Twitter, twatter. I mean, your Twitter is abysmal. It's moron talk. There's nothing being said there. It's vapid dipshittery. And I could do, maybe we'll do, do some whole shows on it. But thank God you guys have me. Thank <laughs> fucking God. You have something with fucking ju- just a little tiny bit of depth and an IQ that's higher than a fucking upside down floating goldfish. You fucking idiots. Anyway, that's my, uh, that's my, that's my peace and love towards the, Whoever's creating content over there at HQ. God, I hope it's not someone that one of my friends. I was just gonna say, I'd like to say hi to all my new friends that work at CrossFit. I hung out with this. Week. Dude, I heard the, dude, I heard the health summit was an absolute fucking hit. It was a huge success. Super stoked. Team was awesome. Karn absolutely rocked it. Kudos I heard the her. speakers were out of fucking control. Amazing. I heard the affiliates were inspired. I heard the audience walked away inspired. So fuck. So I guess this is the other end, right? Mm-hmm. I guess what do you mean just, the other I mean, just you look at their Instagram, CrossFit Games Instagram is just sh- pure retard, and you went to the non retard event. I guess, <laughs> I, I guess maybe cro- CrossFit's for everyone. Yep. There's a little bit of something for everybody there, huh? Holy shit. Uh, Rich Brozda, Savon loses power for a day, and he's the old man screaming to get off his lawn. I just can't believe how fucking. I, I, get, I guess I never think of myself as um, smart. Or creative, or any of that shit. Until I, until I, it, it, I guess it's all relative. Until I see something like that, I'm just wow. Like even if that were to draw 12 million people in, like why? Like those aren't the people you want. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I, de- I definitely don't think it was the right call for the CrossFit Games. Has Dave seen it? it like Dave approved it? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, that's kind of weird. Um, although I don't, I don't totally uh, agree with your assessment. 50% company thing, man. But. Now I love myself some Davey, but he's company, man. He'll do he grabs his ankles once in a while. Now you guys know that. <laughs> well, especially with that one. Cause it's all pictures of him. Well, Boz is on there too, but you know, he grabs his ankles now and again, man. <laughs> oh man. Love me some Dave, but Jesus Christ. Hey, and, and for instance, that's not going to work by the way, either. That's that like, no, like the like no one likes that. People aren't like, that's not, even if I said, even if it does work, but it's not going to work. You're just, that's cannon fodder for people who already think the brand's a joke. And, and the people who do like it, they're, I mean, it seems like they're, they're, they're people who cherry pick wads. They're the people who don't come when they see 5k on the run. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just so bad. Taylor Swift. Are you fucking kidding me? They don't get the bass a little bit there because they just had the Grammys. And you know that Taylor Swift won four uh, album of the, of the year, whatever, four times. No, she's the I only didn't. Person, she's the I only didn't person know that. to ever do that. She's the only person to ever do that. Also, when she shows up and does those tours, it creates literal billions of dollars into the economies of those cities when she shows up. It's. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I never heard. I didn't never heard shit about. I haven't heard shit about. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs since they won the Super Bowl last year, and then yeah, I yeah Taylor Swift's at um it's goes insane. to a game, and all of a sudden I start hearing about it again. 
the marketing power of hers is just absolutely out of this world. But I think that for that association or to, to brand it like that for the CrossFit Games, you missed the mark. But th that's not this audience. Like this audience hey, probably didn't know about the Grammy thing, probably doesn't follow her at all. Like when Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, I know most of you probably weren't even born then, when they were dating, it was fucking nuts. Can you hear the music in the background? I'm hearing like music. No. Oh, I think Grace is watching TV. She's probably watching Screaming Ladies. She should be watching this show. This is kind of, this is, this, you could title the show Screaming Ladies. <laughs> Screaming, uh, tranny, uh, Italian bag lady. <laughs> and, and, and he, her sidekick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the saving grace of the NFL is Tyson Bajan. And the story. Yeah. They should I mean, have used him. That would have been a better promotion. Tyson's in, are you? And like yeah. do a quick little promo at his house, him throwing that bag on his shoulder. They'd have to they'd have to uh, show the initiative and the humility to reach out to him and ask him. Yeah. Well they, ne neither which they have. Yeah. They didn't eat beaver. But, but you know what? Maybe my opinion doesn't matter. I mean, I have guys listening to my show throwing money at me called Eaton Beaver. <laughs> what the fuck do I know? Uh, Yolana members in our affiliate talking about having a Taylor Swift playlist day yesterday for a wad. Maybe we are too old for our own good. No, I'm see, here's the thing. Even if it was the most popular thing ever, it's horrible for the brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not Taylor Swift. That's not your, that's not who you are. Remember you're fucking grab dirt, wipe it under your eyes for fucking uh, the black spots. You're fuck. We're, we're not. We're not Taylor Swift. It's just. It's just bad for the brand. I mean, she. Did you think Taylor Swift can back squat half her body weight? No, I don't think. No, she can probably back squat at all. No, she's one of those people. If you gave her a forty-five pound plate, she wouldn't even fucking know it. It would be like a cartoon. She'd fall anyway. I'm. I'm done. I can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Anyway, I, I hear you, Yelana. I, but it's but this isn't an age thing. This is just a re, low IQ retard thing. It's also not it's not CrossFit. Like it was cool when they used to do the commercials where it showed like Chris Spieler like pretending he's gonna get the mail, but then does a bunch of snatches and then like runs. He's like, "What am I gonna do with all this fitness? Sign up for the open? Are you you know?" Listen to Taylor like, Swift. Oh, you got your zip up. What what's it? Your CEO zip up. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh. Damn, that looks cool. I know. I don't even take it off. I haven't showered in nice. three days. <laughs> Power's out. Water doesn't work either. The electrician was at my house today trying to fix a generator. He's like, are you guys going to be okay? It's going to be cold tonight. I'm like, dude. Five in a bed. Okay, here we go. Anyway, that's that. Uh, the great Dave Castro, the saving grace of CrossFit, uh, here for his weekly uh, weekend review, really pushing the olive oil. I just, got, I just ordered my second can. I got a sweatshirt, too. Look at that. Uh, no, that's just a shirt under. The, oh, really? Is it's it printed is on it? the sweatshirt, or is that? It looks like that's printed on the sweatshirt. Wow, could be wrong. We'll see no, I think you're right. Okay, uh, we're gonna listen to him a 1.25 time uh, tomorrow morning. By the way, in case I forget to tell you, Trista Smith is supposed to be here. Although we've, I was joking. She is. Her. She is. Confirmed. Oh, she is. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then, and then in the evening, in the evening. For those of you who are UFC fans, we have a crazy treat for you tomorrow. Uh, Emmett, uh, is Emmett Smith? Josh. Josh Smith. Josh Emmett. Jesus Josh Christ. Emmett. Josh yep. Emmett's going to be on. Uh, he's been on the show before. 
He's a 155-pounder. He is the one that uh, punched Bryce Mitchell in the face a couple weeks ago, the famous Bryce Mitchell, and uh, and fucking turned him retarded for about 30 seconds. Stopped him with the crazy fucking uh, blow. So, yeah, so tomorrow we have Taylor Swift on in the evening and uh, Trista Smith in the morning. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> just checking, just checking. Susan's like, dude, I'm so brain dead. I've been trying. I mean, I'm like, bit. yeah, I'm just, I'm like so slow right now. But Trista Smith in the in the morning and uh, Taylor Swift in the morning. <laughs> Emmett Swift in the morning in the evening. Okay, Fuck. here we go. here we go. I love Dave. At least we get at least this show's gonna be easy. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Enjoy yourself, guys. Here we go. View February fifth, twenty twenty four. We're gonna start with comments, like we always do. At Kathy Herbert three one. Four or five. Can't Hiller compete in the open but be ineligible to win? Most people participate just for fun anyway. Get a lot of people to sign up. You don't know the drug status of anybody else doing it either. You're right. I don't know the drug status of anybody else doing it either. But if any of them admitted to using drugs or PEDs, um, I would disqualify. We would disqualify them too. Can't Hiller compete in the open but be ineligible to win? Most people participate just for fun anyway. He got a lot of people to sign up. Yes, and I appreciate that he gets a lot of people to sign up. And I hope he still continues to get a lot of people to, uh, to sign up. But there's some level of integrity that we need to maintain. And we do have a drug policy. And we need to stick with that. We can't be inconsistent just because he's popular or just because he has a lot of followers or just because he gets a lot of people to sign up. He does all of those things. And he openly talks about and, and uses PEDs. And we have a drug policy. And so if we didn't do this, you should be very critical of us. So, um it's the right call. And I, I want to take uh, Dave's uh, balls deep right now for a second. <laughs> Do you guys see how many times he's acknowledged Hiller? Quite a bit. He's ripped him. He's held him up. He's held him underwater. It, it, we're, this is the fifth episode maybe since he's, he's mentioned Hiller in. You see how he does it with dignity and integrity there's no tearing Hiller down. There's no building him up. It's just fucking like matter of fact shit. He's not talking about him and not using his name. He's not like, well, there's this guy out there in Chicago who admits to doing steroids and we can't have him and, and not like avoid saying his name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You see all these other bitches out there? Like, anytime anyone ever says to you, well, I don't like how cocky Dave is. Well, I don't see any cocky here. And if he is cocky, he shows more humility than the rest of the jackass people out there who, are like, talk about people but can't say their name. See how he just, it's just matter of fact. So he's either an amazing fucking leader or he has autism. <laughs> you choose. I ain't going to, I don't want to, I don't want to influence you. He's like an Elon Musk, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like the Tonto and Lone Ranger. Yeah, yeah, like them. <laughs> you could argue I don't say their name. Uh, Jared Ellis. <laughs> fucking looking like a professional soccer player. Jared Ellis, it's because Dave is smart. He understands Hiller's tactics and how good he is for pushing the space forward, getting buzz going. Yeah. It's all it's all energy coming into the system. Well, oh, that's not cool. That's not cool. That's not fucking cool. <laughs> fuck you, Souza, and fuck you... Dude, I didn't even notice that. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Damn, boy. <laughs> oh, Rambler, you just shut your butthole. You shut your butthole. What you stop, whatever the fuck your name is, you stop laughing too. What the fuck is this? Oh, my God. 
That's fucking good. Hey, I swear to God, when when I become CEO of CrossFit, it's like probably like five years away. Um, I'm gonna get fat like that. <laughs> oh, shut it! I don't accept your apology. Fuck you. All right. Oh man, I hope he continues to be an advocate of the open and everything we're doing. Some some shit he's not an advocate of, but of the open. Uh, he had, he had to be kicked out, right, Susa? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you have to. He was basically like Hiller was was essentially like setting that up for them, right? Like he's like, hey, how are you guys gonna follow the rules? I'm doing the open. Yeah, I'm doing TRT. I'm on TRT. And I think even Hiller commented on his thing and was like, well done. Hiller put on over three thousand followers from Dave posting making that post. I believe it. <laughs> he told That's me he cool. sent Dave a text and he said thank you. Hiller <laughs> <laughs> gets it as well too. He gets okay. it too. Here we go. At least at the gymnastics life, HQ would or HQ. Dave, hi Dave. Would HQ consider doing a garage gym affiliate price? I think we should definitely look at that. There's been some discussion around it. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen in the near term, but I do think it's something um, for years, for 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 decades. Actually, I've been really pushing us to do a garage gym. Even when Greg was around, when Rose was around, now. Uh, garage gym affiliation it's just never been a priority so i don't know if it'll happen soon but i'll continue to advocate for it in the future mm. it should be a priority they should have multiple different branches of it they should have the garage affiliate your department your police department your school affiliate all those prices should match to what those things are right meaning you're not going to have a gym with 100 people in your garage I'm 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 tripping a little on the garage one. We could do a whole show on it because I and I wasn't sure how you were going to weigh in on it because I know on one hand you're a huge advocate for um uh, creating space for passion gyms. I know you're Mm -hmm. you've been a you're you've said ooh or not at least an advocate, but you've really shown deep awareness that hey we might lose passion gyms. Yeah, in three years there might passion gym might be a, a endangered species. Yeah, and for those of you who aren't following, because Susan's talked about it uh, quite a bit about hey, at forty five hundred dollars, it might push the passion gyms out. Those are the people who have a barn in their backyard with sixty people back there, and it's a legit place. Um, how would you police a garage gym like that's a thousand dollars a year or something? Like, how would you? Well, it would be. It would, like you said, there'd be a lot of i'd have to put a lot more thought to it but right away i would just be like you wouldn't be on the affiliate map like you would essentially like you'd still be able to do your open there with a few friends you would get like you know you could hang the banner out in front of your house you could bring people in and do some private training or something like that and you wouldn't be able to police it to a certain degree you would you would just have to it would just have to be it would kind of there would be a little bit of an honor system with it right because what if i applied for the garage gym one but i have an eight thousand square foot facility and I don't necessarily like the whole, well, we'll charge you by the size of your place either. So I would definitely have to put some more thought into it to give like some clear, some clear, you know, items around that. But um, I think that there should be a space, a space for it. Um, uh, I, I agree with this too. This devil, this fat Sevon guy is pretty smart. First responder affiliate should be a priority. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. And I mean, you're, I mean, you could have your department be you know, a representative of CrossFit or like fly the banner literally. And they're not going to be bringing people in there and training them. And they're not going to make any money off it and stuff like that. But it would be cool to, uh, to have them be able to have support in other ways from HQ and be able to, to fly the banner. No, nah, I'm not reading that. Okay, here we go. 
at looks, it's pool boy. Oh, this is uh my boy pool boy, Mike Olivias. Uh actually he's my boy. Actually, he's <laughs> actually... Suge's boy. <laughs> he coaches at my gym. Question in regards to Hillary being pulled out of the open and potentially suspended due to his open PED use. What led to the decision to do this, to do so this year versus last year? He was able to compete through quarterfinals with no issue. He was respectful enough not to submit his scores during quarterfinals, knowing he was on PEDs. As for this year, why not let him do the open and only the open? I mean, everyone is making quarterfinals this year anyway with the new 25% rule change. So it's not as if Hillary's scores would affect the leaderboard. Even that seven guy will probably make quarterfinals this year. And all he does is airbag for like five minutes a day. Always love what you do, Dave. Miss you, brother. Working backwards. Even that seven guy will probably make the quarterfinals this year. No fucking way. He won't make the quarterfinals. Um, I mean, everybody. Yep. Okay. Address that. I don't think 25% of people are making the quarterfinals. So there, not everybody. Um, as for this year, why not let him do the open and only not only the open? I kind of addressed that with the first comment. He was able to compete through quarterfinals. No issue. Okay. What led the, to the decision to do so this year versus last year? I'm not even going to answer that question and I'm going to let you reflect and think because mm-hmm. sometimes the answer to what you seek is right in front of your eyes. Next comment. Next. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of our eyes is Dave. Uh, okay. And Dave wasn't there last year. That. It wasn't last year for the open. Was that still who was in place then? Justin. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought he was, he was getting at. Okay. So he's basically saying, um, it's cause there's a new share for an old share. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or, or daddy's home again. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 He's saying, Hey, uh, and Hey, that's who he is. He's, he's direct and he's gonna, um, the leader is going to make tool, uh, uh, to, uh, decisions that aren't popular, but he's going to stick by them strong, strong and fast. I wonder if he's going to address Ellie in this. Mm. Is that over already? I don't know. I oh. mean, she didn't get her exemption. It's. I thought it was done at the get go, and it was just kind of because like you know how those things pop up and they seem so big, and then they're just gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's media. Gray Ghost zero seven. It would be epic if you brought back the open live announcements. Start in Carson, go to Madison, and end in Fort Worth. So we are doing the open announcements again. Uh, I'm excited about that. We um, we are going to do the first one. You sure are, and you already fucked up the promotion with that fucking Taylor Swift poster. You <laughs> bunch of fucking ding dongs. You take the fucking most virile man in the fucking space, Dave Castro, and turn him into a fucking 22 year old. <laughs> retard's wet dream you ding dongs anyway it, don't worry guys by the way we got this that we have the cannon pointed at the l1 and at the open i'm pumped about the open we got you we'll it's even going to be great even with you guys fucking stepping <clears throat> on your own dick and us pointing it out i think this is new yeah this is definitely news with a different format with multiple athletes uh, we've done multiple athletes in the open shows before, so that's not the different format. But the different format is we're going to have multiple athletes, more than two, less than seven, let's say. And we're going to have multiple events throughout the day of the open announcement. So essentially, the athletes that come for 24.1 will be doing a little competition. They're going to do anywhere from – they're going to do several workouts. And the 24.1 will be the one they do on the show. Exactly how it's going to work, we might do one prior to the show, off-air, one or two prior to the show off air, give them time to rest so they can still have a good 24.1. Uh, Doug's being funny. And then they also might, um, 
do one towards the tail end of the show. So the details working out or we're working out the details, but it's going to be a very different experience for them and for the fans of the sport, essentially. Sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> Sounds fucking stupid. Look at the camera goes on. You walk up. You do your fucking thing, and they go at it. I don't want to hear that they did two workouts that I didn't see. Yeah, that's I'm weird. fucking dumb. Yeah, that's weird. You better fucking fix that. I don't like it at all. You jackasses. <laughs> but don't worry on Friday. Listen, whatever they fuck up on <laughs> Friday. Dude, it's, it's fucking game on. You know guys know what Friday is, right? Friday Night Lights. Yep. Open Taylor time. Self versus the world. Man, Colt's already <laughs> fucking punching, dick-punched fucking Taylor. We're kind of on theme, Man. too. Taylor Self, Taylor hey, Swift. Hey, listen, guys. Uh, don't count out Taylor uh, Swift. He's a fucking beast. Don't fucking count him out. Don't count him out. Uh, Tessa, hi. How are you doing, Miss McCoy? Look like you're in a very loving relationship. Sevon, I look for your morning wood pot. Sorry. So I want to look for your morning podcast with Brooke all day. Sorry you lost power. Next time, could you update your Instagram so I'm not tripping? Fair enough. Thank you. Thank that you is, for the thank you for the leadership. That is fair. Yeah, fucking and Susan's been on a plane all day texting me. I'm gonna call you when I land. <laughs> yeah, then we had a medical emergency. We had to sit on the plane for a minute. They had to pull a guy off on a stretcher. No shit. Yeah. Uh yeah, myocarditis. Good. Myocarditis. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but some it was a younger guy. Bet athlete, third booster. <laughs> you must be a Swifty. Oh my God, Savon, you're so crazy with that vaccine stuff. Oh, stop. It's normal for 14 year old girls on the daily to get. <laughs> what does this mean? Uh, self is about to show out. I mean, like, I think uh, Mason's referring to, like, he's, he's about to, he's about to strut his stuff. Oh, yeah, good. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, money on Taylor. Yeah, I mean, I think it's... I'm telling you, man. He's not He's not a... Uh, oh, please. They need to bring back Roe versus Boz. Bring back these nuts on your face, Barry. <laughs> you didn't like that? I like no, that. No, stupid. That was cool. Yeah, I guess it was cool. I did have a stroke. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of strokes, I'm pretty sure that thing on my back is a wart. I'm going on the 8th to check. Yeah, because cancer doesn't have, like, defined edges, and mine's, like, really defined. I mean, it's not that big. It's tiny. Yeah. But mine and mine, my edges are really – one of you – how is it that not one of you fucking told me that is a defining characteristic? <laughs> Douchebags. You guys don't ever help me. Here we go. We're also going to have something called the golden barbell. More details come on that, that they will win out of that, but eventually that the community will be able to play in and participate in. Um, so that's a, they're going to, that's kind of cool. If they win a golden barbell, I do like that. Yeah, that's cool. As opposed to a belt or a trophy, a barbell, functional mm -hmm. barbell. That's made. Of, yeah. I like that. Makes sense. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Exciting. Yeah. So 24.1, the actual event. I'm really excited. By the way, I already know who all the people are. It's all, it's all leaked. It's everywhere. For those yeah, it's you. Taylor Self and Colton. It's Taylor Self and Hopper. It's Taylor <laughs> Self and Dallin. There's no yeah. other show to watch. But if you wanted to watch the Thursday show, it's already out. If you don't know, just ask around. You know, like ask Philip Kelly. He knows everything. Ask Philip or uh, Jeremy World or one of those guys. They know. Everyone knows. About the program. And there's already some great drama building. And what awesome. we have in store for that, because I think it's going to be one of the most beautiful 
effective and unique open workouts and definitely first workout that we have ever done in the open. And uh, the, the, the first one, point one of any year, it really sets the tone for the open and, and, and kind of creates the, the excitement and the wave that follows it. And this one is going to set it in a very special way. So 24.1, um, I'm looking forward to, and I think you all should be too. At Anthony Man 2430. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's cool. I love when he hypes it. I always, yeah. I, yeah, I love when Dave does it. I love the whole, his announcement, the way he, he like the overdramatic, like announcing of it, how much he puts into it, the clues that make zero fucking sense. Even when you find out the workout and you go back and you look at the clue, you're like, this still is just completely benign. I like all of it. I, I, I heard that the clue he gave last year for the open is the last time he had a reel that's as successful as the one that he put out where he shit canned uh, Hiller. Wow, that's cool. Uh, Dominic, you're not allowed to make uh, vaccine jokes when you got a swoosh symbol as your icon. Sorry, dude. Nice try, though. <laughs> okay, here we go. Can you discuss why there are people who are forced to go back to places they no longer live in order to qualify for the games? For example, Ellie Turner. That's been covered a lot. Um, we've actually published some statements on it, but there's a fixed time frame for when, for how long you have to live here prior to being eligible to compete here. And um, in her case, she didn't make that time frame. She had not lived here long enough by our rule to not compete in this region. And there's a ton of other athletes that that applied to this year. And there's a number of other ones that we had to tell, hey, you cannot um, compete here because you have not, not lived here long enough. And there are some who did uh, live here long enough to get the, the exemption to compete here, even though they're from somewhere else originally. And it's a clear cut and dry rule that we are sticking to at this point. And maybe in the future, the world change changes, but it's not. And there are no athletes we're making special exceptions for to the exemption. And so what we are doing at this point is being incredibly consistent. And um, that's the story there. If you want more information, I think we published a, a comment to some of the other media outlets or a statement that has more information than even I just said. But uh, it's us being consistent with our rule. And that's all it is. I, I I am kind of a little surprised that he addressed this because Dave is a big picture guy and he'll stay big picture, especially in times where like he needs a lot of horsepower to make sure everything's running smoothly. And that is pretty, that's drift for Dave. That's drifting into the weeds right there. So I agree. But I think like in, when his absent absence in the past, it was so obvious that shit was just like went off the rails and there right. was that, like that, like those boundaries didn't really exist, right? There was too much fluff. So like him coming back, making a big statement with Hiller, and then addressing the thing with Ellie to be like, "Hey, these were the rules. We're being." I think he used the word "incredibly consistent." And oh, you know what you're making me think? Are you saying that basically he's not doing this for us, but he's doing it for his team? Like maybe his team got rattled by all the hype, and he's like, "Listen, I'll fucking go out in the front and slap these bitches around." That's what he did. Yep. He just put his foot down, like shut it. End of story. He made the statement before it even started, and I think he did really smart, obviously, by doing it with with Hiller and making that big splash. Because I just saw that as a huge advertisement for the Open too. Like people are talking about it a bunch now, right? <clears throat> right. So it was smart. Right. He got to like draw the line in the sand and be like, "Hey, these are the rules. We're sticking to it. We're not going to move or, or be away from it." And then he also did it in a way that caught a lot and of attention. And he still thanked Hiller. You'll never hear anyone from me. Do you know the, the amount of humility that requires to do that? I mean, not for someone like me who's humble as fuck. I could do that shit all day. But for your average fucking ding-dong, 22-year-old yeah. making Taylor Swift post, that is hard <laughs> to do. 
They have zero humility. Yep. But I think he, I think it was smart for him to do it that way because it, he was like, as you said at the beginning, it was just matter of fact. And that's what, and that's what he's sticking to clear, concise communication, hard lines around the rules. Matter of fact. Hey, if they would have used Kanye in an open promotion, <laughs> now that, that would have been awesome. Like instead, when he when he says something about hating Jews, like dub it over, so he's like, "I hate the op- Dave in the open" or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, like- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, Souza, that's exactly right. <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. That's exactly right. That is exactly exactly right. And then the hype would have been like, um, "Oh my God, that was so inappropriate that they did that," and everyone still would have signed up. Yep, exactly. I mean- if they were going to go for something like that, like pop mainstream culture, like hit it so hard that like the mainstream picks it up as like being ridiculous because then all of a sudden people are like, what the fuck is the open? You know, yeah. why are these guys using Kanye West sound bites to promote it? This makes no sense. And it just drives a ton of attention and curiosity. And then, and then you, and then you know what you do? Then you have another um, uh, post ready where it shows someone like slapping Kanye saying bad Kanye, bad Kanye. Yeah. So after they, the media gets all upset and people get upset and then you show that you, you don't agree with Kanye. It's a and, bad Kanye. Yeah. And then you cut and be like, real friends, don't let other friends do bro, bro reps. And <laughs> there then you like, go. turn into like a whole, like hold your, hold your partners and friends accountable when you're judging them in the open. Just like we held Kanye accountable. <laughs> we held Kanye Taylor Swift. <sighs> Small team. Thank you. Okay. At Kristen CrossFit, hi, Dave. As we approach the Open, can you talk about the importance of hitting the standard, doing all your reps, holding people accountable? I can already see integrity taking a backseat to the leaderboard at my affiliate and don't want it to ruin the spirit of the Open. I hope your affiliate doesn't know who you are on YouTube so they can piece together your saying about this about their affiliate. <laughs> but I will speak to that. I think so. The importance of hitting the standard, doing all your reps and holding people accountable starts at an individual level, obviously, and like most importantly. As an individual, you need to care about those things. You need to care about doing the standard. You need to care about doing all the reps. And you also need to care about um, holding those in your gym accountable. Speaking of accountable, I just want you to know that although they say it's not legal to do peptides, if you did do capeptides.com and you got the CJC1295 and they tested for you, tested you, they, I, I, rumors have it they, that they would never find it. So you can do all the CJC1295 and there's no fucking way they can test for it and catch you now the worst what's worse than having dumb rules is having rules you can't enforce what that does is that ruins everything that undermines the integrity and the validity of the entire event so here they have something called peptides that are illegal but they can't test for hmm just don't admit it on the internet yeah just don't admit it on the internet yeah fucking crazy someone someone show me someone show me right now someone who's gotten popped for using peptides anywhere uh, you saw the wada mata show me i'm not condoning cheating i'm not condoning having rules that you can't enforce mm. it undermine it makes a mockery of the of the entire of of, of everything Go ahead. And, Sorry, Susan. No, I just say, is the peptide even like? Is it going to uh, improve your performance? Oh, perfect. Hiller's here. He could tell me. Hiller, you can test for them, but you can't find them. Twenty-four hour clearance. Russian ice skater tested for peptides. 
<laughs> Does it help? Grandma's gonna ruin my whole my whole thing. No rules is better. I'm I'm pretty sure you could be on TRT and and, and get away with it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. But all of that being said, there's only so much that an individual can do can do that and be effective at it in terms of at a gym and with their peers. Really the most important person in that with that um with that charter of caring about holding people accountable, full range of motion, hitting the standards, doing the reps is start it starts at the top. Well, it actually starts with us caring about that and then it also starts at the gym level and the owner and the owner and the coaches really really caring about that, caring about the standard, caring about doing the reps, caring about holding people accountable. So, you as an individual, you can actually hold your gym owner accountable to caring about maintaining the standards and keeping people accountable. Um, so it has to, let me tell you something. Top, but if you have some fucking level. stupid handstand push up fucking thing, like lying up there, I fuck you. I didn't, <laughs> I, I, I won't use a judge. Fuck you. I, I ain't trying to go to quarterfinals. I ain't trying to go to semifinals. Fuck you. I'm going to do the open. I'm going to love it. I'm doing it for me. I ain't doing it to some fucking standard. I'm doing it for fucking me. Fuck you. You better not have some stupid fucking rule where the tape's fucking weird. And even when I'm locked out with my thumbs touching, my foot doesn't go over the tape. Fuck off. I know when I'm locked out. God bless Bill Leahy. That's why Leahy's never going to make it to the game. He thinks like me. Killer done smoked some crack. Hey, that was kind of bold when he was like, hold your gym owner accountable. Like, yeah. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> the, the you think part... you just pass the buck to the affiliate owners? Where's Jada Coons when you need him? I wonder if Jay's going to call him tomorrow. Hey, Dave, what the fuck you doing? Oh, my gosh. I, I, here's the thing with that. Like, you just have to be careful with who's judging who. And then you need to lay out the expectations, like, with how you're going you're gonna to do it in your gym. Like, if you're the affiliate owner, like, lay out the expectation don't don't judge one individual stay free so you can walk the whole entire thing because majority of the drama doesn't necessarily come on the leaderboard like you know i mean it will at a higher level don't get me wrong but like the average day gym goer that's doing the open for the first time or like whatever like <clears throat> usually the drama is going to come from well i know Sevon shorts his reps in the workout or shorts his range of motion to try to get the edge on everybody else because he's hyper competitive and then his buddy comes up and judges him and kind of lets all that stuff go as well and then that's what pisses people off and then what ends up happening is the other people come over to the gym owners and they say hey do you see Sevon? why'd you let you know matt judge him you know they're buddies and he didn't really half the time he was in conversation and then turned back and was like yeah you're good next round you know um, so if you lay out that expectation at the beginning, <laughs> that's why you, I don't belong to an affiliate. Susan just explained it. <laughs> but if you keep yourself free and open, like to walk around, like do it. It was funny. We were just, Grace and I were like just talking about this earlier because it is, it, it is, it's tough. You're going to have those type of issues that come up and you know, you got to be able to, to kind of handle that con conflict a little bit. Hey, uh, Mason, grab your fucking ankle. I'm about to put it deep in you. That's not doing it. This is Sevon's out. No, see, it's the exact same thing as putting the shopping cart away. It's the distinction you guys don't understand. There's people who think like I'm saying don't put your shopping cart away. What I'm saying is it's not a fucking rule. What I'm saying is it's not a rule. 
You do it because you're a good person or because it's convenient or you don't do it because there's a good place to put it somewhere else or because you got your kids in the car or because you don't give a fuck. But it's not a rule. That's how I feel about the Open. I'm not trying to go to the quarterfinals. I know when I'm fucking locked out and my fucking legs are, my heels are against the wall, I got a handstand push-up. I don't need no fucking piece of tape up there telling me what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Hey, we're going to be together for the second workout. I'm gonna judge you. <laughs> we're gonna put we're gonna put that Dude. behind the members only is gonna. Yeah, see there me. are some rules. There are some rules. There are some rules. Old ladies walking behind you, and you got the door open. You, you got to hold it. Black people, old people, and hot chicks. <laughs> Other than that, fuck it. You don't got to. That's a rule. Okay, here we go, Dave Castro. Uh, Susan will be judging me, and I will be. Uh, I have a real affiliate owner judging me. We're doing it live, baby. Here we go. Uh, it's an unwritten law. I'll meet you halfway. I'll meet you halfway. Oh, wait. Here we go. Wait. Well, you can do it for yourself, and you can really push your, your affiliate owner and their trainers to care about it. Because if they don't care about it, it makes it really hard to create an environment where everyone else below them cares about it because they all look up to the trainers and the affiliate owners. And fundamentally, the, the, the amount an affiliate owner and a, the trainers at the gym care about the open or care about um the what it represents to do the open and compete against your gym and ultimately against the community depends on how a gym is even how much the gym is even into the open the let me also are- let me also say this no one's ever said to me hey you're not opening your hip up at the top and i go yes i did or you didn't go deep enough and i go yes i did i'm not that guy i go okay and i fix it mm-hmm. but let me tell you nine out of ten people i've told that to they're like yeah i did like their their jerk reactions to say they did. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. Hey, you didn't go all the way down on your pull up. I know. I'm fucking protecting my shoulder. I'll try better next time. I know. I'm I'm not. Th- you didn't get your chin over. Okay, shit. I'm not that guy. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I'm on my high horse. I'm on my triple ladder. I'm on a ladder on the back of a horse. Yeah. Open to the feedback. Love it. Yeah. Thank you. Coaching most engaged with the open are gyms that have affiliate owners and trainers who really care about the open. Those who are not gyms who are not have owners and trainers who don't really care about or prioritize the open. At Rambler 5900, Dave, I saw your bouldering wall behind you. Can you create a games event for time distance where athletes must tra- transverse horizontally back and forth on a 20 to 40 foot bouldering wall? 20. 20- Oh, yep. Here are supporting points. You can test for time and endurance. You're testing athletes problem solving as they navigate the rock climbing holes. You test their shoulder strength and grip and horizontal plane like a handstand walk and pallet bars. Safety, they are traversing horizontally so their bodies are just a couple feet above the ground. Low chance of injury, entertainment, every athlete's problem solving skills and body size. You'll see variants of different approaches to get to the finish line. It's a good idea. It's worth exploring. Uh, Laura Horvath would win that event. Um, she'd crush everyone at that. She has a climbing background. I used to climb a lot. That's why I have that bouldering wall in here. I used to be really into um, all types of climbing, bouldering, sport climbing, trad climbing, ice climbing, mountaineering, a little bit of mountaineering, um, a little bit of big wall. So I did the whole thing, but stopped basically once I got heavily involved with CrossFit. Anyway, um, yeah. I like I like his answer. I, I was like, yeah, that there's a lot of good points into that. But instantly I was like, I don't want to fucking go into like, American Ninja Warrior shit, though. You know, it just it's a little close to that. But I also agree with all the the points I made. So it, it could be done. I think it had to be done in the right way. Go to listen, go to your fucking uh, local climbing gym with your affiliate on a on a field trip. Yeah, I mean, how much different is that than the O course, though? Yeah. 
right? So like yeah. if the or course can belong the the or the obstacle course can belong inside the CrossFit Games. I think that you could easily end it with like a wall climb or something like that and and put it in there. I think you would logistically it would probably be really tough and it'd probably actually be really expensive because you'd have to have certain safety features put into place potentially on how high they went. I know Rambler said to keep it low there, so that that might solve that problem. But yeah, I don't hate it. I just think it's too close to Ninja Ninja Warrior for me. Yeah, me too. I hate it. It's a good idea. And and actually, because I am so familiar and do have such a big background in climbing, I, I think there's a right way of exposing it to the athletes or specifically the CrossFit Games. I think having them do 5'9", five 5'10", five 5'11", 5 5'12", 5 5 they probably couldn't do either of those. But hard climbing would really not be favorable to setting them up for success. Doing something that's um, a little bit lower rated that everyone can do and – I don't want your technique in climbing to be the differentiator from what makes you like, I don't want anyone with any type of climbing experience to have such a big advantage that those who have no climbing experience, because a lot of them will have no climbing experience at are at a huge, are at a huge disadvantage. So you got to kind of balance um, those things. I don't know. He does biking and swimming. Yeah. But those are part of the protocol. Like all right. hundred words of fitness and there's, you know, your assault biking and things like that. So if you're an athlete that's serious and you haven't popped out on that road bike and, and played around with it that's on you all right at bvm 5950 dave have you ever considered having a scaled option for quarterfinals maybe 10 percent advance from the open might make the scaled athletes a little more driven in the open just a thought have you ever considered having a scaled option for quarterfinals maybe 10 percent advance from the open i don't understand that question scaled for quarterfinals no we're not going to have a scaled for quarterfinals but if you mm-hmm. want to scale the quarterfinals you pretty much can i will say this if you qualify for the quarterfinals this year you will probably be able to do the quarterfinals and mm. most elements of them so they are programmed because and this is a big concern that we've talked about on the seven podcast shut up and scribble and all the shows because the quarterfinals are going to be for fucking everyone from fucking two years old to 55 years old oh it's funny you went that direction i thought he might beef up some of the stuff in the open oh Oh, especially oh. in the reason why I think that oh. now, I would have thought what you oh. thought before, but the only reason I kind of changed my opinion on it was because what he said at the beginning about how oh. it's going to be different and everything. So like, oh, um, uh, Warren Dunn. Oh yeah, let's get Sousa with this. Let's get him. Uh, Warren, how about the paddle? Uh, Sousa, what about the paddle board? Mister Dunn holding the clipboard. He looks very smart. Sousa, check me. Yeah, I. You know, I, I probably agree with him on that. There will oh, be a big damn. discrepancy with, and you, you see it. Some of the Australian athletes that like have played on those and have experience, they're like, they're not ahead. They're like fucking a Done. mile ahead. Yeah. They, <laughs> they're like recovered. They ate their lunch. They came back to the finish line. They're like, oh, hey, cute. I could see the rest of them come in. Right. So, like, I, yeah, I agree with Warren on that one. That is a big discrepancy there. With that aspect in mind, the best will be able to excel and do really well. But, if I make the quarterfinals, uh, I'm thinking of the workouts. Yeah, I could probably do most of them. Um, so I don't think we need to have a scaled option. But if you do want to scale them, you could um, on your own. It'd be a good exercise in programming. Maybe 10% advance from the open. Isn't it funny that people are saying. asking for this? And, and if CrossFit did it, they'd be everyone be like, that's a money grab. Yeah, yeah, right. But look at like here people are asking for it. Yeah. Might make the scaled athletes a little more driven in the open. Just a thought. So last week I went to the Pentagon. We were out there to see the chief of the army and he actually couldn't meet with us because the chief of the army and his XO um, and the vice, they couldn't meet with us because they had to go uh, um, meet the bodies, three soldiers that were lost overseas recently as they were flying into Dover. So they went with the president and uh, met the bodies that were returning home. We still 
briefed and worked out with the, his staff, uh, 15 to 20 people. It was a really good experience. I'd never been to the Pentagon. It's an amazing place. And their gym, the Pentagon has a crazy gym, really large. They have a, they have a track that's above the actual fun, functional fitness gym, really large basketball court, and then a, like a bodybuilding gym area, big pool, racquetball courts, fighting areas, and then a huge um, shower complex, bathroom area, because obviously the people who then have to change into their suits or uniforms and head upstairs after they work out. The functional fitness area is super cool. It's all rogue. It's just basically a big CrossFit gym. And, um, and then we, the group we work with, we put them through, exposed them through to some workouts and gave them a little whiteboard brief. Essentially- the functional fitness room. Mm-hmm. Got that too. Basically about what we're doing down in Fort Stewart with, um, with third ID and the soldiers there and the, the 144 courses we conducted last year there and trying to, Oh shit. Look at that little button he has on the, on the buggy has on the bottom of his screen, Dave Castro for the subscribe. No, uh, cover um, your mouse over that. Uh, oh, down here and uh, right here. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, can you, yeah, it's a subscribe button. Oh shit. I think we have that too. We do. Mm-hmm. Expose them to the benefit of what we're doing and how we're helping the soldiers. And really we're empowering these guys with the basic tools to do these movements and, and do them as individuals or with their small units effectively and anywhere. And one of the lines that, or one of the thoughts I've had around this and one of the things I say in regards to this is all these soldiers and a lot of say, let's just say soldiers, definitely Marines, soldiers and Marines in boot camp or through your initial journey, you learn how to break down an M16, an M4, an AR weapon, and it becomes like one of the tasks that everyone knows how to do. Break down and put together your M4. Well, if there's something more specific or, or broken or it needs to go to the next level, well, then you have armorers who take care of it. What, what our role is and what we are doing and what we can do really effectively across large numbers of people because we have such a large staff and, and a team built out from decades of doing this is I want to, we want to make the functional movements as common to these soldiers in, in how to do and how to correct and how to safely perform, they should understand and know that just like they learn all these things around it, their M4 and their weapon system. So they learn how to break that down. They learn how to get it to a certain level. They should learn the same sort of thing for the functional movements to make them better prepared ultimately for combat. And what another thought I've had around all of this is it's interesting is because these complex movements, when you learn how to do the deadlift or you learn how to squat or you learn how to do color our nine foundational movements, when you learn them and when you learn the points of performance, you also then have to learn how to talk to people, talk to your fellow soldiers, train them, coach them, give them feedback. And inherent in that is a tremendous amount of leadership development. So the stuff we're doing is so beneficial to these soldiers at the lowest level possible that I really hope we can continue to um, make strides with this effort and really change the, um, the perception of functional movements and actually, the exec- more importantly, the execution of doing these with um, eh, eh, breaking down barriers and letting them know they're all possible of doing them and doing them safely. So something's going on. I'll talk about the politics in a second. What did you think about his talk right there? Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a great pitch. He articulated it perfectly. That's that, and no, it's that's, real. It's real. And that's almost I mean, I don't use the M4 example because the the group that I work with aren't dealing with guns. They're dealing with hoses and ladders. But I break it down the same exact way. It's actually kind of crazy to hear that back because that's the same exact talk I get. And I I would add one more piece that once you become really competent in those movements, um, your injury rate is going to go down quite significantly. 
because you're organizing yourself into a better position. So you're not lifting a ladder up above your head in some weird fucked up way. You're not picking something up off the ground, like, you know, in a bad way that, you know, the one time is not going to hurt you, but you know, in two years is going to be a problem. Right. Um, but I'm actually going to add a little bit of that piece where he talked about, if you're able to see correct and, and, uh, train somebody on it, that's a, that's a communication and a leadership skill that's being developed at the same time. I don't know how to work that into the fire department specifically, but I really like that angle too. Um, something else also if, remember that every one of these soldiers, they train 10,000 soldiers. That's 10,000 new people when they get out who will be going to CrossFit gyms and they'll tell five people. And that's now 50,000 people, new people. This is an insane, uh, tool for, uh, assisting the affiliates. Um, CrossFit probably won't talk about it like that, but it's huge. And I remember from working there, these are the people who also open affiliates this is massive. There is something very weird going on with the fact that he keeps calling it functional fitness. I suspect I know what it is. I don't want to speak on it um, and, and, and undermine the whole thing, but, but it is a little unsettling that he doesn't keep calling it CrossFit. There, he, he is choosing yeah. his words. Um, there must be something in the contract. Yeah, but, and- but, but, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to the affiliates. The affiliates will all benefit from this. I would just like to address this. Not, I don't think it's Don's master plan. No, that's all Dave. It's Dave, Dave's. yeah, Dave. Uh, that's fair too. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Don, but Dave had this thing going uh, when they fired him, and the 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 thing that may be in Don's master plan is Don knew that Dave was the linchpin to getting these contracts, and that's why he brought him back. Maybe, and but no Dave, doubt he's supporting the effort too. But <laughs> right, I don't think it's his. I don't think it's his plan. I think this is Dave Dave's gig here. All right, here we go. Super cool experience at the Pentagon. Big picture. As you can tell, I'm really excited about what we're doing with the Army, and I just hope we can eventually... Hey, this is the kind of thing you want to go home and tell your kids about. I taught young men how to fucking move and do things that will help save their lives. At the end of the day, Dave's living the dream job. Mm -hmm. This across more of the Army and the other branches, too. You know, the Marines can benefit. Young men and women and trannies. Everybody from it and and to go back to the point of the m16 and so all of these organizations have call it experts fitness experts or most of them not all but a lot do and that's where the fitness expert comes in comes into the um, fold is these guys still eventually when they have questions or when they have deeper dives they can escalate and go up to the experts for support but there's only so much one expert who's overseeing several hundred soldiers can do but if you take several hundred soldiers and empower them with basic knowledge on how to effectively train train that's a that's a major change environment for for the forces and then after that so i was there flew from pentagon or flew from dc to uh, austin and i went to the health conference and the health conference was amazing it was super cool i was i really was pleased with it uh there was a handful of us who decided several months ago to put this thing on and um i couldn't have been happier with with how it played out who, whose baby was the health conference who who who's the when he says well, a bunch of us decided to put it on, I mean, I know Karn was ultimately responsible for it. Yep, she, Karn yep. Thompson, Sugar yep, Free but Revolution. In, but who, who at internally was, speaking, yeah, yeah. From, from CrossFit was what I had heard. It was it was Dave and Nicole's thing. Like they were really championing it, and wanted to, and wanted to get this done. And then obviously Karn led it from the front and made it happen with who, their support. With uh, their support. who else was there? Did you was um who else was there? Was Dakuns there? Dacoons was there, had a conversation with him. You did uh, talk to Dacoons. I did, yep. Yeah, How to was Dacoons. that? 
It was great. He came right up to me though and was like, "Hi, Matt," and that's always a little unsettling. <laughs> I just he knows he was the owner of CrossFit Livermore, or is the executive producer of the Sevon Podcast, or is the guy who helped run the Health Summit? Which one? I don't know. But <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was when I was talking to Grace about it, I was like, "You think he saw the show I did on?" <laughs> was he nice? Was he cool? Was he like super nice? Did he seem real? Nice. He seemed real. He actually he he seemed very genuinely like excited about what was happening at that health summit and okay. the possibilities that could branch off from that. Like it must and, be um, hard to be him. Cause he's like instantly famous. He was like, just put right up on our, on the CrossFit tabloids. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I would say from like, as a personal thing, he seemed super nice and cool. Okay. You good. know, really, really good guy. So I, I don't have a I bad thing to say about him and he seemed okay. really excited about it. So, yeah. I mean, let me ask you this one more time. He felt genuine. He felt like a real dude. Yes. Like you didn't get cheese dick from him. No. Okay. I did not. No. He didn't. Like, let me give you an example. There's, there's a, um, there's a guy out there who has a shirt company and like, he comes up to you and you're like, holy fuck. I think I got some grease on me. (laughs) You didn't, you didn't get none of that. No, I didn't. I did not. I did not get any. any It was cool. Okay. Good. I love to hear that. God, I love to hear that. Our interaction was, uh, was, was, um, brief but it was, by the way it was i wasn't quick. referring to you travis i was <laughs> but he actually, he actually i was not that. referring to vindicate where you should go get all of your ceo shirts travis is like what the fuck they think that about me no not that at was all. not <laughs> not at all no, Wait, no, I'm no. Now. <laughs> no, no brother no, no. not you even in the slightest no <laughs> Excuse we can elaborate me. in private for you, Travis. Yeah, you're not greasy at all. You're awesome. <laughs> no, but on all, he he seemed cool. It would be it would be um, I'd be curious to have some more conversations with him and mm-hmm. like his like aim in CrossFit and what his definition of success and his role would look like in like 12 months and like kind of like dig into that a little bit deeper. This was very just uh, surface level. You know, hi, how you doing? Like what you guys do? Thanks so much for your support. And he was just like blown away at the event in general. So, uh, um, Don Don Fall was there. Don Fall was there. Yep. Had a great conversation with him. Actually had some really, really fun conversations with him. Um, cool. Bill and Katie Hanniger were there. No shit. Yep. Yeah. What were they doing there? Just hanging out and being cool, being awesome. Je- Jesus. Yeah. Seems um, a little below their pay grade to be there. <laughs> I don't know about that. They're coming out I, showing some support. I think they're in the area, in the all state. Right. In the all state. Right. All right. Um we what about no- what about um 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 what uh what did what anyone from the media team there? Yes, um uh Eric Preston. Uh-huh. Um Brittany Celine, the writer. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Eric Celine. Preston's on the media team. You saw Eric Preston with the camera? Yeah. Oh, he had this huge old freaking it looked like it was like a bazillion dollar freaking camera. Okay. I thought I think he's with the training department, but go on. I uh, remember Brittany Celine's a writer. She's a writer. Yep. Yeah, so she was doing some stories there. Matt Bishel was there. Um and- Do you have any sign of a CMO? Any sign of a CMO? Well, I was there. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of one, but it wasn't official. And then, uh, right. and then uh, Tyson Aldrich was there as well too. Oh no, shit! Yep. Wow. Yeah. He's, was he? He still works for CrossFit. He does. He was out there taking some stills. Fucking a! They, wow, good on him. Shit. I I think this uh, hopefully comes out relatively quickly. But um, there was a ruck uh, early in the morning on Saturday, four thirty a.m. Ruck around Ladybird Lake, which is close over by the uh, hotel. Yeah, and I. 
talking to um, Travis and I mean, Travis, I was talking to uh, Tyson and Matt Bishel about it and they were like stoked on the footage. They, I, I thought no one would show up because it was so early and there was like 90 freaking people that came out there. I mean, and go record. Well, what was the time? 7.30 job. or 4.30? 4.30 a.m. 4.30 a.m. I can't believe you went. I was didn't. Dave there? Was Dave I there? I didn't. Dave was not. No, but Dave was still flying in from oh, the Pentagon situation. Oh, you, how, so how do you know 90 people showed up if you weren't there? Just just chatting with them about it oh, and the footage they got. And he, and uh, Tyson was telling me, he's like, dude, there was there was absolutely like, nobody out at that time. And he's like, so literally we did like Hollywood style, like van door open, like getting some awesome shots of the group walking by with the cityscape in the background. And him and Bishop mm-hmm. both seemed really excited about the footage, the turnout, the energy of the whole thing. And all the people that I talked to that participated into it uh, at it said the same thing. Did either uh, were Tyson or Bishop get fat since I left? No, they both look oh. great. All right. Yeah, they both look great. I think they're doing CrossFit. All right. All right. <laughs> Just checking. I want to see if my guys, my old guys got fat now that I'm gone. <laughs> Don't tolerate that shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, was Brandstetter, Brandstuter at the 430 uh, engagement? No, no, no. When I found, when I asked uh, Karn about what our... Seven on podcast teams just sleeping in. No, so here's what we were going to do. You and, you and Brandstetter just sleeping in. About it. We'll talk right. about the strategy here. So right. um, we were going to go to it. It was our plan. Uh, but then when we find out, found, found out that Jimmy Letchford was, had some other obligations with the military that he was at, so he wasn't able to attend the event, I was like, we're not going to get to hang out with Jimmy. We're going to sleep in and save our energy for the long day of the event. And um, so I just double-checked with Karin that that was okay, and she said that that was fine. And and so we... The boss lady. Yeah, boss lady. Uh, is Jay doing CrossFit? Hey, not only is Jay DeCunes doing bo- uh, CrossFit, I heard he got a good body. Could you tell? I heard he got he- a nice body. He looked fit. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, okay. he he takes yeah, care of himself. He does have his L1. He got it up the same exact spot I went and got my L2 the other weekend. Um, so he's doing the things. Give him a chance, maybe. Uh, Dave, so how do you work out with Dave and no Dave? Because Dave is at the Pentagon. He just came for drinks that evening. Yeah, so we did have to make... <laughs> we. <laughs> We did have to make a switch um, last minute with the um, with the workout with Dave. His resume with Dave, but as you guys know, because he talked about here, he had that meeting come up, and a super important meeting for him to keep everything moving forward there. But we were fortunate enough to have the best possible uh, replacement for that, which was Bosman. So he he jumped in and um, he ran the show for the workout. We got a bunch of great footage of that too. Uh, Chase Ingram helped out with the workout. He was he was backup support for Boz. And, How did Chase um, look? Chase said he lost like twenty pounds. In the, Dude, Chase fucking looks great. He did. He's yeah. A, Chase is like a f- offensively good looking. Yeah, I, I you understand. know. Yeah. You're like you're like God. Seven down, dude. I understand. Yeah. No, Chase. Looks I great. I heard he only has missionary because his wife always wants to look at him when they're having sex. So he's stuck I believe in, it. Stuck Either in missionary. That... So don't think it's like don't think it's like fun being Chase. He's just stuck in one position. <laughs> and he he crushed it coaching with uh, Boz. Like he was like he was all over the place. There was a couple people that were there from the um like the speakers like Quadro was there and like his wife and that was his wife's very first CrossFit workout. And um, wait, so who was... was there? Say that again. Sorry, Quadro. Yeah, the guy who did the speaking, Dr. Quadro. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Yeah. We're going to have him on the podcast, but he keeps, yeah. we got to do a rumble and uh, X with him. Yeah, because I think the conversation, you guys need to go where that conversation needs to go. And after hearing his talk, it's going to be a great freaking show. Actually, I, I will say this. Dave called me over halfway through his speech, and um, he goes, hey, 
I go, yeah. He goes, has Sevon had this guy on? And I go, no, if they go on together, we're going to get kicked off YouTube. <laughs> and I said, you, know, <laughs> you have an expert and then you have the interviewer who's going to dig and really, and this guy gets like riled up. Like he's like passionate about this stuff, man. He so knows, I, he knows. He knows. And I was like, no, we can't have the two of them on our channel. <laughs> we'll get kaput. So, um, but he was there. He did the workout, man. He did, it was a uh, one minute of snatches. You got to choose the weight, one minute of snatches. One minute of rowing for calories, one minute of uh, weighted box step ups was awesome workout. You just rotated through. It was cool. Fucking I. Yeah. One minute rest. I mean, it was a huge group. So you have to find something that like logistically works um, for everybody to have a station. And it was awesome. Uh, he totally is a hot chase, but it's the only position you need. Missionary variety is overrated. Sounds like you're a little lazy, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Better flip that coin, put in uh, some work. I think there's at least two others that are should be kept in the rotation. Everyone should have their turn on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Obviously, there's some learnings and some things to make better, uh, but this version and this expression of it was great. And what I really liked is there were people from outside. We had presenters from outside of the CrossFit ecosystem present, and um, there were perspectives that during the presentations that I would say weren't a hundred percent in line or with some of our teachings or they weren't verbatim from, from the CrossFit methodology, but that's what made it so beautiful. Well, what's he referencing? What's he referencing? I don't know. Is he going to give me in trouble? <laughs> tell, me who the, tell me who the speaker was. These are my my words, my opinion only. Not, yeah. not you know, could be completely different from what Dave's referencing. Yeah, but we're we're significantly more important to the. So don't say anything that's going to ruin the company. We're carrying. No, the no, no. This it's podcast not gonna, is carrying the company. It's not going to ruin the company at okay. all. Not okay. at all. And I don't okay. even think it's negative. But here's the thing. I think that Rhonda Patrick, um, if oh, she tard, tard, if she would have read the L one, <laughs> she's semi retarded, dude, and understood what CrossFit like was prior to this event i think um she could have made some adjustments to her speech there and she's a regurgitator more. which is uh, she's just a simple she's a she's the worst kind of regurgitator i've been on joe rogan 10 times she's a fucking she's everything she says i feel like i hear her say she stole from greg glassman but attributes attributes it to some study that she's fucking claiming she fucking pulled off of fucking pubmed i and then her take on the injections was absolutely batshit crazy, which shows she has no critical thinking skills. I'm not a fan. Yeah, and here's the I'm thing, I'm not too. a fan. I think she's a fucking Instagram doctor. She she focused a lot on, like, her talk with, and she kept calling, like, referring to high interval, like, intensity training. Yeah. And she, she kept, needs to like, go to the Pentagon with Dave, it sounds like. Yes, 100%. But here's, <laughs> but here's the good news. What? I heard that she, um, within the last like week, maybe two weeks, has started CrossFit with an L1 trainer at a gym. Oh, good. And is um, working through, like, and is working out and has been consistent with this trainer. So I would be willing to bet that um, potentially within like her first like three months, four months, that she might go, Holy shit, I need to kind of like relook at everything and read the, I mean, I don't know. She needs to do two hits of fucking Molly with fucking <laughs> Chase and JR and get fucking made airtight. I said it. There you go. There. Fine. I said it. That's it. That's what she needs. Oh, man. I got her a Jocko Mulk hanging out with her in the green room for a minute. Yeah. And she might be really nice. I, she I, I, she I, is really nice. I apologize. Nice. But I just, when I, 
She's really she's, nice. She, she can go to a Taylor Swift concert. She's lowest common denominator shit as far as I'm concerned. She she was very she was very nice. She was very um easy to work with and all that stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Uh don't ruin the brand means something different here. Yeah, yeah, totally. That was a joke actually. That I just wanted to say that we're carrying the brand. That's it. <laughs> I, I didn't mean it like I didn't actually mean it. I didn't actually mean it. Okay. I told Susan this will only be an hour. We're already over an hour. Here we That's go. All right that there was differing opinions and differing perspectives and education on so you certain- so you think he's talking about Rhonda Patrick? Yeah. Oh. Concepts that do support what we're doing and we also had panels and the panels had a diverse um, array of experience and just What does that mean a diverse a diverse panel? Were there any trannies? We got one from each group. Any gay and people? We, we made Yes, one from each group. Did we have the whole Hey, was there a gay person there? Were there any gay speakers? I don't know. I didn't ask any about their sexual. <laughs> I know, but just just from your thought, were there any speakers you think that fucking? Hey, did Rhonda was Rhonda Patrick there with a the dude? Does she have? Does she take cock? I think yes. Uh, she wasn't there with. I think yeah. I think it's just her husband and her kid were there, but not when she came. She down has kids. Her. I think so. I think so. Could be wrong. I can't. But yeah. Okay. And no, the the panels were awesome. The panels, no, was there anyone overtly gay there? I want to ask yes. you. Who. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, but not like. I, Does I don't he know. live in Aromas? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Graciano was Graciano there. Graciano was on a panel, man. He crushed oh it. shit, those are two gay dudes for sure. Graciano and Delauer. No, they were good, man. They were good. <laughs> Can be good and gay. Good and gay. I mean, Love me some Thomas DeLauer. No, now you put words up like it's yeah, not, I love I me some Thomas like DeLauer. If I was gay, I'd be into Thomas DeLauer's. Totally I mean, like, like, oh boy. Okay. I'll hey, gents, just dropping in to say what's up. What's up, Mr. Dudes? Olsen what's Dudes. Up, Good Olsen. to see you. It's been a how minute. Hey, well, uh, how was Graciano on the panel? Good? Yeah, and I actually hung out with him and his and his wife quite a bit. I, I, I enjoyed being around him. It was cool. He was great on the panel. They spoke... Uh, his uh topic along with Thomas's was um performance versus like health, like longevity. And they the, CJ Martin was on that panel as well, too. Oh no shit. Hey, did um, you get we need CJ Martin's contact information? I want to have him on the podcast. He's the only person I know who's been to all 17 games. Mm, yeah. Didn't you unearth that in the behind the scenes? Yeah, but but for some reason I can't get him on the podcast. For some reason I, I need I need help reaching out to him. Okay. We could probably get that figured out. Did you talk to him? No. Oh. I actually barely saw him. Like at one point, I, I like saw him checking into the hotel, and I was like, oh, "Should I say something?" And then he kind of whisked off, and then I only saw him again uh, when he was getting mic'd up for the panels and stuff like that. Bedros was at the last event I was at, but not at this one. Uh, Sevon really wants a gay guy. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> the fuck you mean? Apparently, everybody and the audience. There was. Um... I think there's almost 300 people there. They, mm. It was really cool to see how much they enjoyed a the the education and the content, but also really the just coming together and being in the same room together with like-minded people, affiliate owners, trainers, um, just even CrossFit enthusiasts, and having that platform to to learn from and experience. So it was a success. We definitely need to do more things like that. I also want to do a trainer-specific summit. So that was help more mm. health. I want to do one where we're getting together and talking about 
programming and talking about movements and talking about um, things related to actually the training in the gym rather than just kind of call it the, some of the, the health or medical aspects of it. But it's a cool event, really pleased with that. And Karin Thompson and the entire team who worked together to put it on, it was, uh, it was definitely something special. Wow. Well, that's it. That's my list. I, I'm kind of surprised you left your name out. Why? Because you said he should have said when he said Karen Thompson and Matt Su- and his and her assistant Matt Souza. <laughs> nah, man. Karen deserves all the credit for that. <clears throat> she so, absolutely crushed it. Uh, um, thanks for tuning in. As always, post thoughts to comments. And uh, see you next week. Cool. I'm, that makes me happy that Dave really uh enjoyed it that much that's that's really cool to hear him say <clears throat> i mean i knew he did he had like he had definitely mentioned that to car and and it, you could just feel it like in the whole entire thing even to, um so we had a lot of vendors because i helped out two weeks three weekends ago or whatever two weekends ago with the um forever strong gabriel lyons event and their group of speakers that's one that bedros was at cody sanchez was at that event too i like cody sanchez a lot um but we had a lot of the same vendors and a lot of these vendors weren't necessarily uh, exposed to the CrossFit audience yet. And uh, a couple of the guys that I'm, were at both events came up to me and they're like, whoa, this, this audience has got some energy, man. Like these people are oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. That's like, cool. Yeah, I was like. Would you like, say that that was fair too? That the, audience, the CrossFit event audience was better? More familial, loving, more real? Yeah, but that I mean, because that's because it's that's like the culture of CrossFit a lot too. And, right. and at, when Karin's opening speech, she was like, um, when she opened the thing up, she's like, "Hey, how many affiliate owners are in here?" And I, it looked like the whole freaking room's hand, you know, went up. Everybody was, you know, so yeah. you have that. I mean, just a special place where you can get that many affiliate owners, that many um, CrossFit trainers, and that many doctors and healthcare provi- like um, uh, provider people in there. I can't even like talk at this point. But when you bring all those people into that same room and stuff it just the energy's great and everybody's super nice and it was really cool to hear the vendors say that i made a buddies with a uh, cody harris um he is the lead of sales for vault which is uh patrick mcdavid's drink was he there yeah patrick mcdavid no no cody was yeah i'm cody and i are like buddies now man he was at both events so what was he doing at the crossfit one they were a vendor vault was a vendor no shit Yep. Did you get it? Have him send me some drinks. I want to taste the drink. Okay. Vault Cody. Wow. Patrick mm-hmm. Good David. Wow. Look at you. Look at me, man. Rubbing elbows and shit. How many new phone numbers do you think you got this week in your phone? Probably like five, maybe half dozen. How many the week before? Probably like half that, maybe like three. Dang. Don Saladino is one of them. He's like a celebrity oh. trainer and yeah, yeah. He's like his own gym. Yeah. Look at you. All right. Thank you. Uh, tomorrow, Trista Smith. Yep. Games athlete. That'll be a fun show. I'm curious uh, about her. I'll ask her. I'll ask her what she thinks about the, um, Oh God, should I do that? Hey, could I have one other real quick shout out, please? Um, Ernie Garza. Is a listener of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, South local. America, right? Does lives oh. out of the country? No, no, no. He lives locally in Texas. Oh, um, him and uh, like Susie Tell was there. Sima was there. Like they came in and helped out in a really big way. Um, they did like a lot of the the goodie bags, like and got all that set up, and was just like helping out with registration and just like really putting in work. And um, 
but especially like uh ernie man he was like he was like doing signage he was like running around like crazy like he was really like he came there to make a point to be like hey i'm a team player and i want to be more involved with any of this if you guys need people and um so everybody was really awesome and thank you guys for all helping out uh but yeah just wanted to give give them a little shout out to that crew you're a good dude uh trisha smith uh crossfit games athlete in the uh kids division um we gotta love this post uh i just freaking love america and this cool life i get to live um this is her at uh wadapalooza she will be on the show tomorrow i think she's trying to go to the uh big girl games this year but the reason why she's on tomorrow is she took her level one and i'm trying to think if i've ever had anyone on that young who's taken their level one so i think mm. she's 17 years old oh trista turned 18 already all right fuck yeah, yeah anyway Anyway, I don't know if I've ever even had an 18-year-old on who's taken their level one. It's going to be fun to hear her experience, get to know her, uh, find out about her aspirations moving forward. Uh, she does train over at uh, Adam Neifer's gym, so she got some good pedigree over there. Probably uh, mm -hmm. the most qualified trainer in the CrossFit space by far, 10 times games athlete, CrossFit Fort Vancouver, been around for 15 years. So it's going to be awesome. Um Seema Boobs, what other podcast has people helping HQ out? Ernie picked up trash with me for half an hour. Yeah, they were great. They I were know, great. This, you guys fucking represent so well. Hey, have you heard of Sam Solik? Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched one of his videos. I really liked him, but but I'm, my fucking heart kind of hurts when I watch him because he seems like such a nice, awesome young man. And boy, man, he's putting out his body under a shitload of stress. Yeah, I was going to say, would you want to talk with him? Fuck yeah. Okay, I'm I'm like good buddies. His uh, videographer guy that works out of the gym that he's at is also hired by I forget the name of the, the it's like a supplement company or something. I forget the name of it. But um, God, Sam, that'd be awesome. I'd have uh, Sam on, and uh, um, I'd like that. I'd like to have people like Sam and Tyson on at the same time. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. But Matt right? Matt Santiago is his name, and Matt's uh, Matt's awesome. He's super talented. So if we ever need anybody in that in that area of Texas, and we want somebody to go out and film or like edit with us, he call him in a heartbeat. But he was telling me about the first live event that they did, and how many people showed up. And like, if you watch video, that's Matt's that's Matt's video um, that he shot when they went out there with Sam. It's insane, dude. He was like. I was asked about it. I was like, did you guys freak out? Like, did the cops come? And he was like, yes, like all of it. Like it was, he's like the car kind of got mobbed. Like it was just over the fucking top. And Sam Sulek meets his fans. Let's see. If it's on something with an H, if it's on that channel. Um, but I know his stuff. Oh, hostile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what that's where Matt Santiago works for. Uh, those guys as well works with those guys. And all the footage that you see of this is uh, Matt's stuff. Yeah. Oh shit! It, it's truly insane. No, dude. Like he, look at all that vagina that came to meet him. Just kidding. Yeah, dude. People love this guy. He's so fucking cool. Look at him. He just carries a plastic bag full of food. In him. Every shot I've ever seen him in, he's wearing a plastic bag. Yeah. Oh shit! This guy's a needle mover. Yeah. Yeah. So in uh, Matt was telling me too. He's like, dude. All he's like, all freaking cut uh reels or whatever of sam and he's like and sometimes i'll like purposely just put in like bs footage and i'll post it to like a random ig and he's like it'll get a ton of engagement yeah dude he's did they get the drone shot it might not have been this clip i could ask matt if he'll send me some of the stuff but and matt's also gabrielle lyons um videographer and uh helps produce her podcast 
Wow, what a small world. Yep. And um, speaking he, of uh, producing podcasts, the producer of uh, Mark Bell's podcast, I saw I saw you got him scheduled. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, Andrew. Yep, that'll be cool. Yeah, that's crazy. And um, but yeah, Matt used to work with uh, Phil Heath too. That was how like for where he started. So he's like connected in that bodybuilding community. So I was like talking to him. I was like, dude, you comfortable with uh maybe ask some of the guys here on the show? And he's like, yeah, why not? Oh, that'd be fucking awesome, Sam. Yeah, I'd do Sam Sulik uh, naked. Is that the question? Yeah, I'm sure he'd be pumped. <laughs> wow, Phil Heath is fucking crazy. Was he, was he from like the 70s? Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, oh, he's born in that? 70, born in 79. Yeah, what was that? You're in trouble? Know, but I, no, I think something fell in the kitchen. Sousa, thanks for coming on. Yet a long day. Matt Souza, owner of Crossroad Livermore, executive producer of the 7 Podcast, 7 on Tuesday here. See you guys tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Love you guys. Sorry we've been gone for two days. Bye-bye. Enjoy the uh, behind-the-scenes. Uh, episode 9 is out. Number 10 is coming out very, very soon. Also, the Colton Mertens documentary from Wadapalooza. Thank you, Patrick Rios and Will Branstetter for doing such a great job there. Caleb, I miss you. Hurry back. Bye.